0: Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and Ten podcast. Ten minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news, first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Pilaras. Faithful, it's officially football season. The San Francisco 49ers have a game this week on Sunday in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Lindsay, how good does it feel to be back in game week?
1: I feel refreshed. We had... Three days off from the facility, and that was really nice actually. And yeah, now it's officially game week. We don't have to use unofficial, we don't have to ramp up anymore. It is game week. This is really happening. I've been looking forward to this. I know you have, and players are back in the building, so it's time to go.
0: Yeah, although our listeners and the faithful may be enjoying a day off from work with the Labor Day holiday, the team is in the building grinding, and their eyes are set to week one. We heard a bit from defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes last week. What did he share from his homework about the upcoming opponent?
1: Defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes really took the opportunity that he got during zero week to just have extra time, like you said, to do his homework on the upcoming upcoming opponent. He made sure to highlight Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett and just the huge jump that he's made from his rookie season. To that sophomore season, and then also spotlighted the weapons that that team has on offense. Of course, we have Najee Harris, who is their top running back, and then there's also a bunch of wide receiver weapons as well. So he knows that they've got to be on their p's and q's headed into Pittsburgh on Sunday.
0: Here's defensive coordinator Steve Wilks on what he's learned from the Steelers.
2: Um, just watching them on tape. We've been doing that for a while as a coaching staff, so. Uh, those guys uh, are playing well. Uh, I think the quarterback uh, second year guy, he's looking phenomenal. He's taking that second year leap, uh, doing some great things. Uh, They have the vertical threats down the field uh, that can make things happen in any moment Uh, and they have a very impressive solid run game. So uh, we definitely got our hands, um, you know, filled with these guys coming up next week.
0: So Steve Wilkes wasn't the only one getting ahead of week one. Defensive lineman Eric Armstead has been in the game for nine years now. He's a veteran. He knows what to expect. So he's also been studying up on Steelers film and talking with his defensive coaches. Can you break down what exactly
1: this sharing notes thing is that he's been doing? So we don't know a ton about it, but it was an inside look at some of the communication that goes on between Eric Armstead and his coaches. And it was a really cool thing to learn about him. It sounds like since Robert Sala was here, this has been a thing for Eric Armstead. But he feels like he's built good relationships with his defensive coordinators and also his position coach, Chris Kassarek and he actually sends his coaches notes on what he observes about the opponent and it sounds like this may have been the first time that Steve Wilkes received one of these kinds of texts but from what we were told it was pretty lengthy and had a lot of really good observations in it and it just. Keyed Steve Wilkes into knowing that, yes, Eric Armstead is more than ready for week one, so I really enjoyed that story he shared.
0: Here's Armstead on how he studies and communicates with his coaching staff.
3: Me and Chris, because Eric always have convos uh, about what I see and stuff, and in um, the run game and the pass game, so, um, you know, been building a relationship with Wilkes, and decided, you know, to share with him what I was seeing when uh, I was studying them already, just, la- just after our last preseason game, really. Uh, start studying, watching some film. You know they got a couple of preseason games, some games from last year. So we started studying them after that. And that's the start of a new journey. Um, we can't hang our hat on what we did last year. So it's uh, it's a new team. Um, you know a, a lot of new guys, and so we're you know we're gonna start our own uh, our own journey. And um, you know we want to get off to a good start against Pittsburgh. And um, you know I think we'll do that. Um, you know we gotta lock in and and. Uh, you know, keep preparing, keep keep practicing and getting ready for that. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, taking the field with this defense. And, uh, you know, I think Wilkes brings a uh, great element to our defense, especially um, on the back end, him being a back end guy majority of his career and how he's going to help our DBs and um, just his overall presence and uh, mentality of, uh, you know, how our defense should look. So I'm excited about it.
0: So it's been four years since the 49ers last faced off against the Steelers. Lindsay, what's changed since 2019, and what is the team focusing in on this week before the season opener?
1: Yeah, I think it's a completely new set of people, right? There's a lot of new players that have been drafted, a lot of trades that have been made. Um, And Eric Armstead touched upon this, that it's just kind of a clean slate. He actually hasn't played in Pittsburgh since his rookie season. Um, A lot of what they're zeroing in on is making sure that their run defense is really tightened up headed into week one the steelers have a really solid ground game they were top 10 in the rushing attack during the preseason and i know that doesn't carry a lot of weight because not all of the starters are out there and they're not facing number one defenses against their opponents but it carries a little weight right and that doesn't that didn't have harris factored into it he's their top running back The 49ers will surely see him week one, so all things to consider, but all the more reason just why they have to really key in on that run defense and make sure that they're containing it on the Steelers' side.
0: Here's defensive coordinator Steve Wilks on how he's coaching up the defense ahead of week one.
2: Well, number one, you never want to give up as many yards as we have during preseason, you know? uh, Talking to the coaches that were here, uh, you know, I had one of my moments. Uh, coming out one of the games, and they referenced last year against the Texans, I think it was 150-something as well. Uh, But you're right, a lot of the starters don't play, uh, which is no excuse. Uh, My concern is it's not some of the basic fits. We can correct that. You know, you look at some of the young linebackers that just got out of their gaps off a basic fit right there that turned into an explosive play. Uh, Those things are correctable. You know, uh, as I told the players coming out of this previous game, uh, I take full responsibility for the zone read stuff. You know, I think it was an equivalent of maybe 56 yards that the quarterbacks got. Uh, I always tell the coaches as well as the players, I'm never going to hold you accountable for something that we didn't emphasize. And I didn't emphasize that that week. It was planned on the schedule for this week. I knew we were going to see it because Russell hurt us on it. But as you alluded to, I was had a schedule of certain things I wanted to implement and, and get in. So uh, we're definitely going to be better with the zone read. You know, I know that's something that we put on tape and, and people are going to try to expose us on but we'll be better with that
0: nice so looking at the offensive side of the ball running back elijah mitchell said that he feels good and he's ready to go for week one which is great to hear Um, what did he share he's been
1: working on to come out even better this season yeah so i think for elijah mitchell it's just really good like you said to hear that he's feeling health wise very on track to have a successful season Um, You know, his second season in the NFL was kind of marred by injury, just some lingering knee issues throughout the year. So it's good to hear that he is entering 2023 with a clean slate. He said that, you know, one point of emphasis for him has been being really good on third down and then also making sure that he picks the brain of Christian McCaffrey, who is the veteran running back, the very established guy in that room, and just making sure that he is able to learn as much as he can from him and when possible incorporate elements of his game into his own, obviously. Would be super beneficial for anybody in that room, given that Christian McCaffrey has found so much success during his time in this league. Here's Elijah Mitchell on his relationship with Christian McCaffrey.
2: Oh, uh, since my rookie year, um, even before that, uh, I, I watched Christian play, and I was like, man, he's so he's so elusive. It's crazy. But uh, even before I watched him, and he's a hell of a player. His uh, his pass game, uh, his third, the way he is in third downs, uh, his, big up, his blitz protection, the way he just route people up is is unbelievable for for a back like that just seeing what he's doing i'm always asking questions so i know he get he, get, he probably get tired of me a little bit No, i'm just joking but uh but no nah, he's a he, he's he's an animal
0: all right well that will do it for today thank you so much Lindsay, for joining me in this episode don't forget to follow first and 10 on spotify and apple podcasts turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates and thank you faithful for tuning in <laughs>